Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Under the Hoodies. I am joined. This is Bill Keek. Oh, goodness. I'm already jumping the gun. Uh, I'll try that again. Welcome to Under the Hoodies. I'm Bill Kegel. I will be, if not already, joined by Dan Panici. Uh, Dan has not called in yet. So, hold on a minute. Excuse me, I had to mute and sneeze. All right. Um, I will be joined by Dan here shortly. Um, in the meantime, oh my goodness, I got to sneeze again. Goodness, excuse me. Uh, allergies have been under control this summer. So, anyway. All right. I uh, will be joined by Dan Panici here soon. Um, this is one of those times I really need him because I do need to take some allergy medicine. Should have thought about that beforehand, but of course, sneezing shit comes on just as I'm starting the show. So, anyway, uh, that is what I like to think of as the charm of the show is uh, just the, uh, the rawness of literally a dude sneezing into a radio show and then frantically searching for allergy medication so I can uh, actually do this show without having to do that again. Anyway, uh, Dan and I will talk about the uh, couple teams, um, Giants, Browns, Patriots, Bills, and um, Steelers. Um, Just some of the teams that we came away with this last weekend that we thought would be sort of in the most interesting storylines. The Bills, um, just because I live in the area, as I mentioned, I'm probably every single show so far, um, Giants because I'm a fan of the Browns because Dan lives there and they're an absolute grease fire. We actually might ban Dan from, uh, talking about the Browns, but, um, but yeah, uh, just because I, I don't know, Robert Griffin going down, that is no big, huge news there. So, um, one more minute, sorry, one more second. Okay. All right, I think we're ready to go now. Um, Dan and I are also going to do our picks this week. Um, last week, I believe I lost uh, four to three. Um, Dan uh, did win, I think, because of the because of the Detroit game. We were tied three three going into the Detroit game, and I had Andy. He had Detroit, and he actually, I believe, took Detroit just for fun, and uh, it didn't work out so well for me. So anyway, uh, what I'll do, I think, first is I am going to break down the Giants performance. Um, so I will do that until Dan calls in. If he doesn't call in, no big deal. We just keep going on. So I have really got a text from him uh, for almost two hours. So who knows what's going on? Uh, like we talked about last show, he does, um, he does work kind of weird hours. And, uh, you know, he uh, said he was going to do the show tonight at 8. So if he makes it cool, if not, that's cool too. It's a new show. We're still trying to figure out our voice. We're still trying to figure out a lot of stuff. So, um, oh, oh, there he is. Dan, what's happening? Hey, what's going on? Oh, not much. All right. So, I was going to start with the Giants, but since I have you on the phone, uh, our Cowboys guy isn't going to call in tonight. Um, So, what we're going to do is uh, I want to – let's start with the Browns. Let's let's just get the Browns out of the way. Is that that the better way to say it? Yeah. So – Okay. So, all right, we'll get the Browns so, out of the way. Uh, did you see anything you like from the Browns this past week? Yes. Um, the defense, okay. for a short period of time, all that bad, I mean, they looked decent. Like, they came out, at first they came out a little slow. Um, they didn't seem to be stopping anything. 
then they settled yeah. down a little bit, looked pretty good, and then I think they spent too much time on the field because the offense is garbage. And, uh, yeah, the defense, I thought, looked ahead of where they should be, which is funny because all offseason everyone's been talking about the offense and how the offense looks light years ahead of the defense. So, which is why I right. a lot of preseason or how somebody looks in training camp and whatnot. I mean, even really week one, you can't really get a uh, – you can't get rid of a true depiction of what somebody is uh, through uh, in week one because you, you forget can't. what year it was. Yeah. Um, remember the Titans just, like, put a beat down on Kansas City, like, two, three years ago in week one, and then Kansas City yeah. actually ended up going to the playoffs, and then I'll think the Titans won one more. I think they won – I think they went two and 14, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I want to say they went two and fourteen or three and thirteen, something like that. And that was the season that led to the Mariota pick. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, Tampa obviously had the number one pick and took Jameis. So um, uh, yeah, so you can't really take a whole ton from Week One. You really can't. I, I just think that um, I just think that there is a lot of jumping the gun. There's a lot of like, oh, I'm buying Dak Prescott stock. I'm die. I'm buying Carson Wentz stock. I'm buying this stock. I'm buying that stock. And it's kind of like week one doesn't really tell us anything. This is why I think it's also a silly week if you're a gambler to bet on on um, on football. And it's also a weird. It's a, it, I think it's a terrible week to do one day fantasy sports as well. You yeah. have no idea what the teams are. No one expects New England to go into Arizona and beat them. And I, and the score looked a lot closer than the actual game was, in my opinion. I thought Garoppolo, without his best player, um, looked great. I thought he looked great. And, yeah. and uh, I, yeah, I thought the defense looked really good. And that's a top-tier defense in Arizona that he just he just absolutely picked apart. Belichick, one of the best coaching performances of Belichick's already, you know, historic career. I, I just – there's you really can't take much from week one. I think the only thing we know from week one is who – absolutely is a dumpster fire. And unfortunately, where I reside and where you reside are two of those teams that probably go into that uh, category. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm actually glad you brought that up because earlier today, and I was on my lunch break, I didn't get to listen to the whole interview. And Albert Greer was on local radio here, and he brought up because obviously the big thing right now is in Cleveland is that you know, we passed on Carson Wentz, and he just he yep. looked he looked great on Sunday. But yes, um, Albert Breer um, he wrote an article, and I'm actually looking for it right now um, as you were talking, and and I still can't find it. But basically, what he said is that a lot of QBs opening week, and to your point, because no one knows what to expect, have looked really good. Um, and he brought up six QBs. The only two that are coming to mind, Mariota had the best debut of all these quarterbacks, um, better than one. Sure did. And then EJ Manuel was in there ahead of Carson Wentz's performance. Like, he had a really good performance. I I don't recall what the stats were, or I didn't watch the game, but apparently he had a better first game than Carson Wentz. So, long story short is that it's difficult to – sit there and, like you said, overanalyze what happened because he, he did look great and he may still be great. But 
sometimes when, you know, teams are meeting head-to-head, it's the first week, there's rookies they don't have tape on, um, some guys are ahead of others, and it's really hard to draw much of a conclusion um, from the first week. And obviously right. those quarterbacks, I, the other ones are, are just not coming to mind. But obviously Mariota, I think, is going to turn out to be a pretty decent quarterback. I don't know if he'll ever be an elite quarterback. I kind of doubt that. Um, but right. is DJ Manuel even still in the league? Yeah, he is. He's a um, he is uh, Tyrod Taylor's backup. He is okay. Is he really? All right, I, I'm gonna yeah. Um, I'm gonna get a little bit on to that topic real quick, and then we can sort of transition into the build. I do think sure. EJ Manuel, once he his the Bills have already said they're not going to pick up his 2017 option. They're just going to let him walk. So with another first round wasted pick um, on right. another quarterback that I, will that isn't Jim Kelly, you know. So yeah. I think that I think that EJ Manuel, there's something there. I, I don't think he's ever going to be an elite starting NFL quarterback, but I definitely think there's someone something there. He's relatively accurate. He's very tentative though. He doesn't throw the ball down the field. So I think if he gets into a, a system that fits his strength and someone that just sort of, I want to say teaches him to throw it on the field, but sort of makes it a little bit easier for him to throw it on the field, I think that with his athletic ability, his intelligence, he he is a super, super smart guy. I, I think that I think that just – I don't know what Doug Marone did to him um, to just absolutely destroy his confidence, but he was brilliant in a couple of his games as a rookie. He had a couple of really nice comebacks against Atlanta, who was coming off of uh, NFC Championship um, uh, game run. Like, I mean, they made it to the NFC Championship the year before. He he right. almost beat them in uh, in overtime. I believe there was a penalty on Chris Chandler. Or Chris Chandler? Chandler? I forget Chandler's first name now. I'm drawing a blank. I don't know why. Anyway, so the, the Bills had a tight end named Chandler or whatever. Um, there's a penalty, I believe, involving him somehow. Uh, I know they had a really good comeback against Carolina, who went 12-4 and that year. I mean, there is something there with E.J. Manuel. And I, again, I don't know what Doug Marone did to him. I know Doug Peterson – or, jeez, I don't know what I'm doing today. Greg Roman isn't exactly a, a huge <laughs> fan of him, and, and his system doesn't really mesh, mesh well with E.J. Manuel's ability. But I definitely think that there is something there with E.J. Manuel. And I, I have a feeling, and I'm, I'm definitely in the minority on this because nobody here likes him, um, I definitely think that the Bills are going to regret letting him walk. I, I feel like there's there's something in there that where he's going to have an opportunity as a as a starter. And I'm saying it on here, so it's it's somewhere in the annals of the internet um, that he will uh, he will reappear somewhere and be really and play really well. Um, that transitioning <laughs> into the Bills, whew, I okay. saw nothing from the Bills that I liked on offense at all. Nothing. They they were they're absolutely atrocious um, on offense. Defense. There's a few things, but again, like you pointed out, it's week one. Uh, I don't know what really you can draw from week one. Who knows if the Ravens are just a bad offense, uh, or who knows if the Bills' defense is actually good. We don't. We know none of it. So um, I don't know if you watched the Bills Ravens game. I highly highly doubt you turned in, tuned into that dirge when there was 15 other games worth watching, but. Uh, nine, I guess nine at one o'clock, but there was just nothing good about what. If you could only watch the Bills game, I'm sure you would have changed it to a, a Golden Girls rerun on on Lifetime because holy hell, that was Pretty a strong. terrible, boring game. Yes. Yeah. So, 
as far as EJ Manuel goes, um, I just want to touch on that real quick. Um, sure. I want to say that, okay, you have been on his bandwagon for as long as I could remember, and I will say that you've been the only person that I could ever remember being on his bandwagon. Um, I do. I feel for Bill Bill's fans because they're there's they've got a better team right now. Right now, but they're kind of on the same. You know, they're they're put through the same shit as Browns fans. Like they've been watching right. garbage for ten years, just like Browns fans have. So I do feel for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did not watch the Bills game on Sunday. Um, good. But. I just I, I just watched bit, bits and pieces of it. Um, so it was really sure. that bad of a dumpster fire. It, it was it was pretty bad. It was it was I mean just no ball movement. I think the only exciting play in that game was a uh, a Mike Wallace uh, long touchdown or Joe Flacco you know just threw a perfect ball to the most wide open guy you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, really just sort of put a bow on the bills. I, I don't like Rex Ryan. Um, it's to a point where my buddy is looking up uh, firerexryan.net.club.us. Like, he's looked up he's looked up domain names to buy to get rid of Rex Ryan, and he's not an irrational guy at all. I, he just – Rex Ryan is uh, – he's uh, – you know, Adam Carolla has a character called Coach Platitude, and it's just basically, uh, it's just him saying, you know, like basically what we were joking about last week, which is the team with the ball that scores the most points is going to be the team that wins this game. Like, but that's, but we yeah. joke, but that's, that's, that's Rex Ryan. That's Rex Ryan. He uses words that people love, like punish. And um, this is a winning team. He just uses those phrases over and over and over. And he's like a, he's like a comic book general. He's not. But the results don't show on the field. Like, there's just nothing there. He's empty calories. He, he's, you know, he's diet Pepsi. There, you literally, it tastes good, but there's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing there. And it just, I don't know what the Pagulas are doing. Uh, they haven't really been exactly running the Sabres well either. So I'm not sure if they're just figuring it out. I, I hope, I, I really do hope that, after they get rid of Rex, which they should, they actually look for a coach. They had a good, I think, a, a head starting or a head coach uh, caliber candidate on the as their defensive coordinator two years ago, and Jim Schwartz, and they let him walk. Uh, he, yeah, he took a year off and he went to Philadelphia, and uh, Philadelphia's defense, I think, is going to be very good this year. And um, I think it was a mistake to let him walk. I really do. They should have promoted him. Um, or maybe they tried and they couldn't. I have no idea after Marone left. Um, but, yeah, Rex, Rex definitely wasn't the answer. I mean, to come into a team that ran a 4-3, led the league in sacks and was second in total defense, and then move them to a 3-4 into your base defense and have Marcel Darius dropping into coverage. He's one of the best defensive tackles in the league. He's a $100 million player. Let him play his position. Don't drop him in the coverage. Jerry Hughes is not an outside linebacker. He is a rusher. He, is, he has he is great at one thing, and that is rushing the quarterback. Mario Williams, same thing. Kyle Williams is a run-stopping defensive tackle. Go ahead, sir. That sounds like a Mike Patton sort of thing to do. Well, Mike Patton was really good before Jim Schwartz in 2000. Yeah. Well, no, 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 because Mike Patton had them as a really good defense in 2013. The Bills were a solid defensive team there for a few years. 
under Mike Patton yeah. and then under Jim Schwartz and then under Rex comes in and he's this defensive mastermind. But like we all keep we're all like Rex Ryan, you know, he got the he got Mark Sanchez the two AFC championship games. Like at this point it's been six and five years ago. Like they need to move on from that. Like he's not a good head coach. And the fact that he yeah. the fact that he, the Bills hired him, I think it shows they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I thought that at the time and it's all it's done is confirm for me. What I've said is that he's just—he's not the answer for any team. He's really not. He's notoriously one of the least prepared head coaches in the league. Um, basically, he's a giant cheerleader who yells and screams and you know tries to motivate his guys. Right. It seems like the only time he wins is when he has just has simply has a better team than him. You know. Right, and then and, and and I totally that's agree. it. I think I, I yeah. I think his talent wins in spite of him sometimes. I really do. Yeah, he'll be gone, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, knows? as well he should. Yeah. Swartz could potentially be the head coach there. Got some experience. Yeah. If you find I mean, a good maybe. offensive coordinator, you know, um, he could potentially. I think he. he the second time around being a head coach could be a lot different than the first. Right. Um, so, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on from the Bills. I mean, there, there's nothing really worth talking about here. I'm going to the game tomorrow. Um, I, yeah. I hope, you know, I, I hope it's a good game. I hope for the Bills fans' sake that they win. I don't think they're going to, unfortunately. I think that the Jets are just – I think the Jets are super talented. Um, I think they they have limitations at quarterback. Um is your phone running back, but angry Bill fans. Not yet. It will soon, I'm sure. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to win. I think the Jets. I, I think um, if not for AJ Green, I think they win that game yesterday or on against uh, the Bengals on Sunday handedly. But unfortunately, AJ Green yeah. just took a squad on Dar- Darrell Revis and. And didn't look back. I mean, that's it's one of the worst games I can remember Darrell Reeves playing. He's still an elite shutdown corner. He's not quite the guy he was a few years ago, but he's still an elite corner. And uh, I mean, for AJ Green just to come into Jets, come into MetLife and just pop the squad on him was kind of, uh, kind of embarrassing. Yeah, but he'll be back and he'll be fine. AJ Green's just a mega talent, and you know it's hard really when when a guy like that is on to uh, do anything yeah. about it. So, right. So anyway, um, all right. Let's move on to. What do you think the most – who was the most impressive team that you saw in week one? Most impressive team. I'm trying to think of one that just completely blew the other out of the water. You know what? Actually, I'll See, say – okay. The one who left the biggest impression with me, um, yeah. and maybe they weren't dominant, but the fact that they just didn't fuck it up was the uh, Detroit Lions. They impressed me that Matt Stafford didn't throw any picks. Um, they look like they could be in contention this year for the uh, NFC um, North. A- at least a wild card. At least a wild right. card. Right. They could be in contention for the wild card. That I agree with. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs just because I think their their uh, division is really good. Um 
But uh, but yeah, I agree with you on that. I, I honestly, to me, the most impressive team was the Patriots. Um, oh, that they and, came in uh, with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Essentially a rookie quarterback. Yeah, they came in with essentially a rookie quarterback. Um, no Gronkowski, and absolutely, they didn't just beat a team. I mean, they 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 won by a couple points, whatever. But they didn't just right. beat. They didn't go into their stadium and beat them. What they did is they went in there. With, you know, without their best, like I said at the top of the show, without their best offensive weapon, um, with a quarterback that was essentially playing in his first regular season game, for all intents and purposes, we can call him a rookie. Um, and right. he went in there and executed a game plan perfectly, threw perfect strikes, didn't make the, didn't make a bad read, and right. went in there and won a game against a team that a lot of people think is going to the Super Bowl. I don't think so, but a yeah. lot of people think they're going to the that Super could Bowl. Be, that and could I was super impressed have been with a Super Bowl preview. It could have been. It honestly could have been. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think Bruce Arians is a great head coach. Um, I just think Belichick just showed that why he's the greatest head coach of all time. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. To me, they were the most impressive. Uh, I think the Steelers are up there. I'm, I'm very curious to see how they do against the good team and the Bengals on week two. Mm-hmm. But, um, right. but, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I, 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 but I, they were super impressive also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely impressed with the Steelers too. Um, kind of painful to say. Yeah, yeah, I think they're the best team in that division. And uh, oh, I have a burger-related question for you. Um, sure. So I was, I, I was sort of thinking about this a little bit too while watching him, because in my opinion, Ben Roethlisberger has—I don't know if I said this on the show. I know I've said it a few times uh, to a couple of my football fan friends, but. The best throw I've ever seen in my whole life of watching football. I'm 32. I've been watching football probably seriously paying attention to it since I was about 10. Okay, so we'll say 22 years, right? The best throw I've ever seen that mm-hmm. I can remember, and I hate to use this much hyperbole here, but as the best throw I've ever seen is the throw uh, that Roethlisberger made against the Cardinals in the Super Bowl to win Super Bowl 43, uh, which was the one, mm-hmm. obviously, the, the San Antonio Holmes uh, catch. Everyone always thinks about the catch. If you go back and watch Ben Roethlisberger, what he does on that throw, it's absolutely incredible. So the window mm-hmm. in which he puts that ball is amazing, uh, absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. On the run, he did it. And uh, he's le- he threw that ball over two defenders, one of which was Dominique rogers Camardi as a rookie. So you think about one of the most athletic guys in the league, in his as a young kid, doesn't really know how to play the game 100% at that point. But it's just an athletic freak in nature. He had like a 43 inch vertical or something like that in the combine. Um, I, this is a guy that, after being in the league for nine years, that Giants players said is a better athlete than Odell Beckham, um, even to this day. Uh, I think that's debatable. But um, that was on one of those silly Giants.com, like, oh, who's, which player on your team is uh, a was uh, likely to go to the Olympics? More of them said Rogers Camardi than they did Odell Beckham. So. That's the guy he threw, throws it over and just puts it in a perfect place for San Antonio Holmes to make the catch. That, to me, that mm-hmm. that's the most impressive throw I've ever seen in my football watching life. And considering the stage it was on and the two minute drill that he ran in order to get him down there to even make that play, um, right. I put Ben Roethlisberger. If I had to sit down and make a list of the best quarterbacks, not even of my lifetime, but the best all time quarterbacks um, of my lifetime. A time Roethlisberger's in the top five of all time. I would say top. 10. Oh, I agree. Um, and yeah. Okay. Good. good, good. Go, I thought go. I was maybe going a little crazy. It's definitely got to be Brady. And then because 
Brady's my number one also, it's, and that won't, I don't think that will yeah, change for a yeah. while. Right, right. Especially if he nails down I mean, down if Aaron Rodgers rips off a bunch of – oh, hold on. We have a caller on hold. I'm not sure who this is, so I'm going to patch him through. Thanks for calling under the hoodies. Not hey, sure what's going is. on, uh, Hey, how are you? Hey, 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 what's going on, fella? This is Bryce calling from Brooklyn. Hey, how are you? Hey, going doing well, doing well. You know, it really, it really made, um, it really made my evening to call and just hear the, the sports wisdom coming from you guys about one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen from my Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger. Thank you for not being like the other Absolutely. pundits who don't seem to be able to give this guy his just due. Um, so I wanted, to, I had to call in, talk a little Steelers, and give you credit for recognizing game. You definitely, you definitely know know the talent when you see it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's incredible. So, they, go ahead. When they talk about the great quarterbacks, they rarely mention Big Ben. Yes. And I think I've said on the show before that. I I'm obviously my team is in the AFC um, North, and I mean I think he's the perfect quarterback um, for that division. And I think when the play breaks down, there's no one better in the league. Actually, no one better that I've ever seen play when the when the play breaks down. Who, obviously, wait, who's, your team? Who, who's your team in the AFC North? Go ahead, Dick. I'm unfortunately a Browns fan. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I respect you. I respect the diehardness of your fandom. Right, right. It's a, it's, if there's a Cleveland curse now, it's definitely being a Browns fan. <laughs> I can relate a little bit yeah. when we switch to the NBA. I'm a New York Knicks fan, diehard, long time. Oh, I am too. And it's, not Bill, easy. Yeah. it's not an easy life. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, not an easy, easy life. life so, uh, you, you know, when you no, think no, it's funny because when you go to your when you when you go to your second segment, um, you know, this was a guy Ben Roethlisberger. You know, the golf Wentz thing, uh, one game. I mean, I thought Wentz threw the ball well, but we'll see. The one that has really come back to bite the Cleveland Browns is not drafting Ben Roethlisberger. That was a bad pick, simply based on value. Kellen Winslow coming out was a great player at college, but you don't draft tight ends that early. And I just – that was a real big gaffe, and I have no idea what they were really thinking. Um, just even based on the position, I don't care if Kellen Winslow in college went for 10,000 yards as a tight end. You don't draft number six over a quarterback with the pedigree of Roethlisberger coming out. I agree with that 100%. I I think I've gone on record here um, by saying I think that is the worst decision um, that crippled the team for, what has it been, 12 years now? Yeah, I would it's agree. It's the worst decision, period, that they've made since they've come back. Yeah, it's the worst. The Tim Couch decision was a good decision. You know, people felt he, cons- he was the consensus number one. There was no issue with that. But that Roethlisberger decision was just a head-scratcher. Yeah. Pick a tight yeah. end. I have no idea what these people were thinking. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I don't think I don't think Couch would have been a bad quarterback, but I think he has he basically went through what Derek Carr went through, where he had no team around yeah. him and just got beat up too bad. Yeah, I mean, had some good wins. I mean, even when they were losing, interesting wins. You had the Hail Mary win 
Um, he beat Pittsburgh early in 2000 mm-hmm. when Pittsburgh came up there and went 0-3 start, to start the season. I mean, yeah, he had, he had a chance, but too beat up, and, and the team around him just not good enough. Right, yeah. He was on an expansion team that was thrown together last minute, and I don't remember what the time frame was, but I think they had the least amount of time between when it was announced, like basically to get everything together, to get their, their scouting department together, and it's pretty much no balls to them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Ben, you, you know, to 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 just bring it back real quick to the Steelers, I think, you know, I think the AFC Championship should be New England and Pittsburgh. That's that's my pick, and I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has enough, even without Martavis. Pittsburgh have enough, you know, everyone being healthy. I think Pittsburgh has enough to beat that team um, and go to the Super Bowl. But, you know, they're going to have to do it. It's really going to come down to the offensive line. The offensive line for Pittsburgh now, they've rebuilt it to a top ten offensive line. I think I'm being modest. You can make an argument for top five. And I think that's what's really going to take this team over the hump because they just got so much pedigree on the offensive line. It's going to be real difficult to stop that offense because they're going to be able to control football games. They have the best trio quarterback, um, number one wide receiver, and running back with uh, Big Ben, um, Le'Veon Bell, and Aaron, Antonio Brown, Brown and, uh, and uh, Le'Veon Bell. They have the yeah. best trio, and I don't even know how long, maybe since the Cowboys. Yeah, and I would be shocked. Yeah, if probably, you're not dude. I think you're 100% right. 100% right. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually not ready to give it to him yet like that. I think the I think when you had um when you had Edrin, when you had Marvin Harrison, when you had Manning, that was pretty good. Um it's up there. Yeah. It's up there. It's up there. But yeah, but that offensive line is really good. You have an underrated left guard, not an athlete, but has played there for a while. You you've got a freak athletic left tackle who just needs more experience. Moves well, used to play receiver. And the right side of that line is just, you're looking at DeCastro moving to a top five guard. Gilbert should have made the Pro Bowl at a right tackle. We gave up one sack last year, playing a really tough schedule. Pouncey, to me, is the best center in football. I mean, you, that's a solid offensive line. I yeah, it's hard to totally disagree with any of that, you, but go ahead. Yeah. I would be totally shocked if he's not 100% right about the AFC Championship. With uh, New England and Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think I agree with all. Yeah, I 100% do too. So. Yeah, the the front seven's getting, they're hanging their hats on stopping the run. Last year they really did a good job of just of 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 smashing the run. They've they've got the defensive line depth now with Matthews and Hargrave, the rookie. Lt. Walton's coming along. The good linebackers, they got to get more of a pass. Their biggest weakness is the pass rush from the outside. It was non-existent on Sunday, and it's been non-existent for a little bit. I don't know what they're going to do about that. That's something they're going to have to overcome. you got to be able to sack the quarterback. No, I agree 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but, yeah. But, hey, thanks a lot for your call. I appreciate it. Feel free to call in any week. Uh, by all means, you were fantastic, so I appreciate it. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. It was our first call. It was our first caller. That was our very first. That we didn't know. Yeah, that was great. Um, He was really good too. He was. 
Yeah, He's got friend absolutely. Of the show, yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, if he, if he's still listening, I want him to call it every, every week we talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, and I think it'll probably be a lot So He's, he's more than welcome to call in, um, at, uh, any week he would like every Wednesday uh, night, either at eight or nine that we do the show. So, um, Awesome. That was that was a lot of fun, and hopefully you tell some friends and we get more than uh, – you know what? Honestly, I don't know how many listeners we have. The fact that we got somebody from Brooklyn listening, I think that's a good sign. That's a step in the right direction. That's a lot for the show, yeah. and the show is under the hoodies, uh, and we're on every Wednesday, but uh, you can listen to us on a delayed basis as well. So, um, all right, Dan, we're going to get into our picks for week two. Um, yeah. So, you beat me last week, four to three. Uh, it was a real okay. nail-biter because we were tied 3-3 going into the um, – going into the end of the Detroit Colts game. And uh, mm-hmm. they really let me down. The Colts really let me down. But you know what? I can't complain because Andrew Luck led me to a victory in my uh, fantasy league. So That's exactly uh, what happened. I can't, I can't, yeah. So, um, all right. Let's start at the top. Um, we're only going to discuss. We're going to go in, de- in detail on either the key games or the games that we disagree on. So, uh, 49ers-Panthers, that's a game we really don't need to talk about because it, I think, although I was impressed with the 49ers, I, I'm glad I was on this show saying that Chip Kelly's a good coach. History is going to be kind of that statement, I think. But uh, I would assume you have the Panthers in that game as well. It's in Carolina. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, Cowboys. I would say by two touchdowns. Yeah. All right, Cowboys at Washington. Cowboys in Washington. I feel like the Cowboys are going to rebound this week after losing a, Interesting. a close okay. one to the Giants last week. Yep. All right, I'm going Washington, and um, I think that uh, I, I, I think that Washington's going to have a little bit easier of a time going against that very very under talented Cowboys team. Um, I, I Cowboys defense, excuse me. Um, I, I think that the Redskins defense is probably on par with the Giants. Um, I, I think that Dak is, I don't know if Dak can throw the ball down the field. I don't see a scenario in which does, doesn't, isn't more involved, but, um, you know, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, in my opinion, I think, uh, I think Washington's just a little bit better of a team on both sides of the ball. And I think that they're going to have a hard time trying to contain Deshaun Jackson. Um, so I'm going with uh, I'm going with Washington in that game. So that's regardless the first one we disagree on. Happens, regardless of what yeah. happens, I really do hope Deshaun Jackson gets a couple touchdowns this week because he's one of my starting yeah. fantasy wide receivers on both of my fantasy. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. <clears throat> okay, so uh, next game is um, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. I mean, I think we just spent the last ten minutes talking about Pittsburgh. I- I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I think Cincinnati, unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately because they're a rival of ours, but um, I just don't – I think Pittsburgh is a true contender, and I think Cincinnati is your classic pretender. Right. I do think it will be a close one. Um, It may come down to um, a field goal. Because they both well, let's hope they don't have their uh, second or third best cornerback covering the best player maybe in the NFL. Um, I think that that could be a huge issue. If, uh, but right. hopefully uh, Marvin Lewis is a little smarter for Cincinnati fans' sake than um, the Redskins D coordinator, whose name I'm drawing an absolute blank on. But the put Rashad Breeland on Antonio Brown 
that's just asinine. Like that's just asinine. You pay Josh Gordon all the, or Josh Gordon, Josh Norman all this money. Actually, I think Josh Gordon would have done a better job than Bruchot Breland covering Antonio Brown. But you pay you Josh like, Norman all this money. You you would think yeah. you, think, you that, would think they would put him on him. This is where that delay is coming into play. Um, do you think that um, Josh Norman lives out his contract, or at least lives out at least three years? Was it a five-year deal? Probably three years, I would say. He is a system cornerback, but he's definitely talented. Like, I don't hate him. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't hate his talent. I definitely think he. I mean, the fact that he was getting mentioned with defensive player of the year conversations last year, I thought was a bit absurd. But I think he, I think he's a good player. I definitely think he's a good player, and he's a damn sight better than Brashad Breland, and he's damn more paid than him. So why he wasn't covering the best receiver in the NFL is just so bizarre to me. Um, I just didn't understand that. I mean, I understand that you yeah. have a system and you run your system, and the Seattle has corners on a side no matter where the receiver lines up. But I think when Antonio Brown comes to town or Julio Jones comes to town or A.J. Green comes to town, maybe you tweak it. Maybe you put your best quarterback on their best receiver because clearly what what was what wasn't working for the Redskins was having Brashad Breeland on, on Antonio Brown. It just was not working. So, anyway, we're going to move on. Saints and Giants. This should be a high-scoring affair. You said Saints and Giants? Saints at New York, yeah. All right. I will go with the Saints, and I know you're going to cringe. All right. Well, like that's one you just going to have a big year this year. I think so, too. But the thing I would remember is it's outdoors. Uh, he's not very good outdoors. Um, God. God, I'm looking at the scores in these. So in in, in 2011 they played um, 49-24 is the Saints won. Mm-hmm. In 2012 they played 52 to 27 the Giants won, and then last year they played 52 to 49, and that was where uh, they were just exchanging touchdowns left and right. I mean that game was an absolute shootout. I think Beckham had like mm-hmm. three touchdowns in that game. Um, and the weather's not going to be great. There's scattered thunderstorms predicted, so I think. I think the Saints just – I've never seen them – I've never been dazzled by them outdoors. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, but Bias Bill is definitely picking the Giants anyway. Um, I think if they were playing in the Dome, I think I'd pick the Giants too because I think last year the issue was defense. This year the Giants' defense is, is not – I mean, it's not great. It's not the 85 Bears, but it's it's definitely better. So, right. All right. And, and this definitely isn't the New Orleans Saints of five years ago. No. This I mean, this is more of a – yeah. yeah, this is more like, uh, you know, like a nine and seven Saints. Yeah, that I'll agree with. Um, Dolphins at Patriots. Dolphins at Patriots? Yep. I will definitely go with the Patriots. If the Patriots could beat Arizona, Tom Brady they could beat Miami. You would... Then yeah. they could probably wake up late and... Or go out drinking the night before and beat the uh, Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins' defense was sort of impressive to me on uh, on Sunday, so I don't know, but I am going with the Patriots also. Chiefs at Chiefs at Houston. I'll go with the Chiefs. Okay, me too. Um, all right, Tennessee at Detroit. I feel like they're more resilient. Yeah. I like the Chiefs a lot. I think Alex Smith doesn't get his due as a very, very good player. Um, I think he's a really good player. I think Jeremy Macklin's a good player. I think Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the league. And, uh, yeah, so 
I, I think I think of the Chiefs. Um, although I do like the Texans defense a lot, but anyway. Oh, and uh, Will Fuller from Notre Dame, the rookie from Notre Dame, looked fantastic. So if they have somebody to pair DeAndre Hopkins, and mm-hmm. uh, they get um, Lamar Miller rolling, man, that could be a really good offense. That could be a really good team. Um, but I think as of right now, I think I like the Chiefs just slightly better. So all right, uh, Tennessee at Detroit. I have Detroit in this one. I'll just say that. I will have to agree with you on that. Um, I think we I think we've talked about it both this week and last week where we think the Lions are going to be pretty decent this season. Yeah. Um, as long as Stafford doesn't have one of his uh, huge implosions and throws four picks, I'll go with the uh, Lions too. Okay. All right. Um, Baltimore at Cleveland. I have Baltimore. I'm going to be at this game, and uh, I've got Baltimore too. No, you know what? No, okay. No. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm just going to say the Browns. Okay. We get the okay. one win this season. Sure. And I think that pick is going to mess up my – um, a record this, <laughs> this week, but yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like things. almost penciling me in for a win that week. So, all right, we don't have to spend this, these. Uh, those are the one o'clock games. We don't have to spend a lot of time at the. Oh, you know what? We missed the Thursday game. Uh, Bills at uh, the Jets at the at Buffalo. I'm going to be at that game actually. So, what do you got? I have the Jets. I have the Jets. Um, yeah, me too. Okay. I think you broke it down all. You know, broke it down pretty well. But yeah. Yeah. Earlier, where I just don't think the Bills are there. No, I agree. All right, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this next game. Um, Seahawks at Rams. It's the Rams' home opener. I don't give a. I don't. I, I almost. I'm yeah. trying not to swear. You know, it's very difficult. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I almost said I don't give a hell. I don't give a hell, Dan. I, I, see, it doesn't matter with the Rams. The Rams could be opening anything, and I think the Seahawks would just come in and just pummel the hell out of them. So. Um, yeah, I don't care. Uh, Seahawks are going to destroy St. Louis's, whatever the hell they call themselves, Los Angeles's, uh, quote unquote team. Actually, I think a good thing is, is I think the Rams are worse than the Browns. Um, but yeah, that's me. All right. Buccaneers and Cardinals. I think that the Browns are so stripped down right now. Um, at least the Rams have Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I would be interested to see them play uh, and just hear about the result, not exactly watch it. So, anyway, a game I do want to talk about, though, because I, I think you're going to think I'm crazy here, but I am go- it's, gonna be- it's Tampa at Arizona. I'm going Tampa. I know you're going to disagree, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm definitely this is my- going with Arizona this- on this one. I feel like they're going to want to. My upset pick of the week. I mean, there's definitely a uh, you know chance that happens, but I'll stick with Arizona. I think they're uh, sure. not going to want want to go zero and two, and they definitely they definitely have a bad taste in their mouth from last week. Sure, that I agree with. Okay, a game I'm not interested in really is um, even though Jacksonville's a little interesting. Jacksonville at San Diego. I actually have Jacksonville in this Jacksonville. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, the Chargers losing Keenan Allen's tough, dude. They lost Stevie Johnson. They lost Keenan Allen. That's a pretty good receiving core if you throw in Antonio Gates. 
uh, it's a nice little receiving core, man. And then, like, to lose both those guys, they lost, they lost um, Stevie Johnson before the before the year started. And, they, I mean, to lose Keenan Allen, like, he's just – he that offense is just so much different when he's in there. And I feel bad that Phillip Rivers is just wasting his career. He just he just just spinning his wheels in, in a, with a crappy franchise. They have a franchise quarterback like Phil Rivers. When he has personnel and players, he's a top five quarterback. He's such a good player, and they're just wasting. You don't get franchise quarterbacks in your in your teams in your team's history like more than two three times. Like, and they they have one currently who's in his mid thirties, but still playing at a high level, and they just suck. And injuries aside, they just aren't putting good players around them. They just aren't. They just haven't. They're the Browns. They're the Bills. They're the freaking, you know, they're they're the Colts, but, but with yeah. a quarterback. But the Colts are. The Colts that, are the Browns with two all-time quarterbacks. I said that last week. And it's just, right. no, just that, that's so frustrating to watch a guy like Phil Rivers with that ability just spin his wheels on the Chargers. That's why Eli didn't want to go there. That's a bad organization. They have been for a while. It's just. You know, In hindsight, is he made the right decision, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I, either one of the three quarterbacks, because did you ever watch that thing the two, about the 2004 draft? So basically, what, they said it without saying it. Ernie Acorsi said, well, if I draft Phil Rivers, I will trade him to you for Eli. But if you're not going to, we're going to draft Ben Roethlisberger. So Rivers was third on their board but they drafted him because that's who the Chargers wanted out of the other two quarterbacks, and that's why he went to San Diego. Um, but they were going to draft Big Ben if the Chargers didn't make the trade. I don't think he can go wrong with either of them. Um, I do think Big Ben is a – I can't believe I'm saying this on the air about the love of my life. That's like saying a girl is better looking than your wife, you know. When I say Roethlisberger is better looking than Eli, but it's like I love Eli, but like we gushed about, you know, with our with our first color. Did he say his name was Bryce or Bruce? I couldn't hear it. Um, so I got to apologize to him. I got to go back and listen. Maybe I can hear it again. I'm getting old, Dan. I can't hear as well as I used to. So anyway, yeah. But like he said, uh, like you know, we were gushing about the we were gushing about the Steelers, and you know, I'd have been happy with Big Ben, but uh, you know, whatever. I, I think we spent way too much time in the 2004 draft, and specifically me. Um, but all right, we'll move on to the next game. Atlanta at Oakland. I have Oakland. I, I think Oakland was so, so impressive, by the way. Yeah, I'll go super impressive. Definitely immature. A lot of penalties. I think they had like 14 penalties in that game. But uh, I loved everything I saw out of Derek Carr. I loved everything I saw out of that guy. Uh, outside of right. his face, he's got a weird face, and he looks like he's wearing eyeliner. But um, yeah, but like <laughs> as a player, he he looked great, and I loved him at the end of the game. I liked the Jack Del Rio went for it. I wouldn't have hated it even if they missed it. I would have still loved it. Because I think it sends a message to your offense and your young team that that, I, that basically that he trusted them. I like that about him. I think he does a good job with young teams because remember he had a, a relatively young team in Jacksonville, and they were really good in the mid two thousands when they had Jones, Drew, and David Garrard, and they 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 were in the playoffs. I mean they they got bounced by the Steelers, but they were in that game. Um, I think it was two thousand seven. That sounds right. Yeah, it was 2007. Okay. Yeah, it was a 2007 season. David Gerard. But, yeah, they got about – Yeah, he was. Really he was. really um, good He overtook – was it Lefwich? Byron Lefwich? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that was pretty much the end of Byron's career as a starter, and I think then he went to 
the Steelers as a backup. Um, yep. then David Garrard was only good for it was it was kind of strange. Uh, he's only he got good for like contract. two years. You, if you remember, he signed like a forty million dollar deal. He got his contract, and that's when he started becoming terrible. He got he got bit by the Sean Alexander bug. So that okay. happens. Um, got in- all right. Uh, yeah, at least. Um, so all right, the last four o'clock game we have is Indy at Denver. I'm going with. This Indy is a tough now. one. This is probably the hardest one to pick. Okay, since you went with Indy. I'm going to go with the Broncos to make it interesting. But, I, I boy, this one I struggled with. Yeah, I'll definitely go um, with Indianapolis. Yeah, uh, Indy looked good. Well, Andrew Luck looked good, I should say. The rest of Indiana, outside of the receivers. Um, Broncos' defense is good, man. They're good. They're at home, okay. too. They literally haven't left Denver yet, so that helps them out. Um, I thought Simeon looked okay against Carolina's defense. Indy's defense nowhere near as good as Carolina's. So I think Simeon's going to look okay again. I think C.J. Anderson's going to be a huge part of that game. And uh, the defense is going to be a huge part of the game. And I, I honestly, as we're talking about it, I, I think I'm taking – I think I would take Denver even if you took Denver. I think I like Denver better than Indy. Um, I don't think Denver's going to make the playoffs. I think Simeon's going to get figured out. Um, but as of right Which now, week I, I do like, you think Paxton Lynch like Denver. will be starting? Probably week eight. Well, we, I think week? they'll. I think they'll roll them for a little while. Simeon, I mean. Yeah. I think middle of the season. I can see that. Week they can eight. have to rattle off a few losses, and yeah, I'll say week eight. Um, yeah. I have to make sure we because write that down too. Because the are so high, I don't think they'll they'll yeah. let Simeon go more than two or three bad games. And who knows? I mean, maybe yeah. they'll turn out to be a play. Yeah, sorry. I mean, hopefully. Um, so, all right, uh, last game. Those are the 4 o'clock games. Uh, we have two games left. Excuse me, not last game. So, two games left. A game that I'm going to do my best to stay up for because it's going to be old floppy sleeves' as, uh, uh, first game as a Viking. And um, that that's Green Bay traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings on Sunday Night Football. Um, right. I'm very, very, very much intrigued. I think that's Minnesota's home opener and their new stadium. Um, right. I think Minnesota's defense was super impressive against Tennessee. Mariota's not a big interception I, guy either. He's he's pretty careful with the mm-hmm. ball. And they forced, what, three turnovers, two of which were interceptions, two touchdowns on those turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, man, Mike Zimmer can coach a defense, man. I, I like the coaching duo of, Zimmer and uh, Norv Turner. I like Zimmer handling the defense. I know they have a defensive coordinator. Um, and I like Norv Turner as an offensive coordinator. I hate him as a head coach, but I like him as an offensive coordinator. I think if Bradford picks up the offense, Stephon Diggs looks great. Laquan, Laquan Treadwell did not play a single snap in week one. That's very concerning. But, um, yeah, Stephon Diggs looked really, really, really good in that game. I mean, Sean Hill was just throwing up you know, anything towards his direction. And he was making play after play after play. So I, I, I'm a big Stephon Diggs fan. Uh, Adrian Peterson will probably get back on track. Uh, I think Tennessee's defense was uh, actually pretty decent. I think that was part of his problem. And I think he was injured. I think he had a little ankle thing. So, um, but I think he'll get back on track, especially on, especially on Sunday night football. Um, and uh, all that being said, I I'm think I'm going to go with going the uh, quote unquote upset here. I'm going with Minnesota. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Minnesota. I like their defense. I think Green Bay is going to win the division, but uh, I, I like Minnesota. So uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I, I'm going to go with um, Green Bay. Um, uh-huh. Given the fact, like you said, it's, it's Bradford's first game, you know, he's been in the, on the team for two weeks. Uh, it's probably going to be scaled down version of the playbook. Um, I just don't yeah. see Aaron Rodgers losing in that sort of situation. Um, although, like you said, for all the points you just made, I do think that, <laughs> excuse me, um, I do think that um, the defense is great. I shouldn't say great. I think they're, they're an excellent defense. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they hold up for the season and hopefully uh, Bradford can keep them off the field. Yeah. I, uh, I hope so too. Um, I mean, yeah, I, but I, I think it'll be a good game. I, I do like Minnesota a little more in this game. I think if I think if Bradford picks up the offense, I think they're in good shape. Honestly, I really do. I think that Minnesota still could have a shot at the um, shot at the division. I like that they're playing indoors. I, I like that Bradford's there. Um, I don't think he's great by any stretch, but I think with that defense and and Adrian Peterson and and you know Stephon Diggs, and I think that. Yeah. Um, as they go on, I think they're going to get better and better. And if floppy sleeves can stay healthy, I think that he'll. I think that they'll. I think they'll be fine. You know, I think they'll be. I think they'll be right there at the end of the year with um, a, a eleven and five, ten and six record. I, I, I really do. I think they're a playoff team. I, I, I like that roster. And who knows? Maybe they're Betty, better. Betty. I bet uh, maybe they're better with Sam Bradford than uh, than uh, Teddy. So I don't know. So, um, ah, so yeah, so I'm I'm reluctantly sticking with Minnesota, but because uh, you did make great points, but I, I just I'm gonna go with them to be a, a bit of a contrarian. So, um, all right, we have one game left, and it is a hey, the NFL hates ESPN. Uh, Eagles at Chicago. Oh, jeez. I mean, I guess it's better than last week. Uh, you know what? Was... I guess. Who, who are you going with? Are you going to go with the opposite? Is that why? I'm going with Philly. I think Philly's a better team. I don't think it's close. I, I hate I hate Jay Cutler. I can't stand his terrible body language on the sideline. I mean, I, people defend him all Did they want. I don't care. You can't. With a shittier attitude? Who's making? No, uh, not even in the NFL. Not even in the NFL. I've never seen. I've never met a human being with a shittier attitude than Jay Cutler. I, yeah. I just haven't. Like I, I just. I, I mean, he I, doesn't need a cheerleader, but I mean, the dude's getting paid like twenty million dollars. I mean, he should at least have some I mean, enthusiasm about it. Look at look at it's Matt Stafford like at the end of the game. So he doesn't get. You know, so he collects his game check. That's pretty much. It seems like the only reason why he's not going to play. Well, here's the thing. Look at look at Matt Stafford at the end of the uh, end of the game um, in Detroit. Look at or excuse me in Indy. Look at Derek Carr at the end of the game in New Orleans. Look at like anybody at the end of any of the close games. Look at Alex Smith. Like look at all these other quarterbacks that are leaders that are on teams that have done well in the playoffs. And then look at Jay Cutler. Right. He mopes. He looks like he has the shittiest look on his face. He's not looking over plays. He's not on that weird phone that they're on. He just he just and maybe this is just like a 
I don't want to say a preconceived notion, but a maybe it's just something that's in my head that I'm, I look at him and I just don't see anything worth liking. He he had one really, is, really he, above so average physical. season, yeah. but that was with Mark Trestman and Adam Gase two years ago. He's so been he's for so ten years. Is what he is. That if he if he had a better attitude, I think he'd be a. I think he'd at least, you know, be like a Philip Rivers level quarterback. I think he'd be one of the three best quarterbacks in the league if you gave him Kellen Moore's attitude and brain with his arm talent. I, right. I feel that. I honestly feel that way. If you give him somebody like you take a guy that is nowhere near as physically gifted as Jay Cutler, and you put him, you put Kellen Moore's brain in Jay Cutler's body, and you have a oh, oh you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion, because I think Jay Cutler has that kind of ability. He's, a, I, I he's he's a really good athlete. Um, he has just his arm is crazy. He can put the ball wherever he wants it. He has one of the three strongest arms in the league, behind probably Cam Stafford. Flacco is up there. Like his arm is elite. He has an elite arm. He he can fit. Right. He can, he's pretty accurate on top of it. But just he just is a dick. And I, you hear stories about people. You know, to be, it's, not, it's not fair. But how frustrating must it be to be a Chicago Bears fan? It's got to be so, terrible. You're, I think they're one of these about... teams that like. Oh, we have somebody that's worth a damn. So we're going to pay him a whole bunch of money because we've never had a good quarterback. It's just I, I don't know. I mean I think I think that teams I that Chicago fans who absolutely hate him. Like I guess around Chicago they um he's not a popular guy. And for all the reasons we just mentioned. Yeah, I, I mean you read stories, you hear things on like that talk radio or whatever and it's but I mean all that stuff aside, I mean his body language is absolutely atrocious and he just there's just nothing good to talk, like about. I don't want to be so negative on the show. Right. I mean, we should really just move off that game anyway. It's not really worth talking about. Yeah. So you have, uh, yeah, do you have Chicago with, or Philly? Uh, you know what? I think I'll go with Philly, too. Okay. So we have I, six games. Sure uh, God, Billy, you want to have puberty? Packs, but I... What's up? Yeah. I said, geez, Billy's at puberty. I said, okay. Like, come on, Bill. Um, damn, I like, I, I squeaked. I think I was, uh, you know, 13 again. Um, all right, so we have six games. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to pick the score of um, – well, you're going to a game and I'm going to a game, so we don't really want to pick the score of that, those. Right. Um, what's the – all right, let's give let's, – let's find a reason to watch a game that we don't want to watch. Oh, well, you're going to be at a game, so you're probably not going to get home to watch it. So, um, but some, all right, let, let, how about we do this? We just sort of like agree that the the most unwatchable game, and then we'll pick okay. the score of that one. And I think we can agree that the um, some of the, all these all these are pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Jacksonville, San Diego, so far looks like the least interesting, or maybe Seattle at Rams. Um, yeah, do you want to pick the score of the Seattle Rams game? Yes. You want to do total points, and we'll just say we'll put closest uh, without going – or not close. We'll not do the price or anything. We'll just have closest. So, so maybe we'll do it that way. Do you want to do total points? Total points. I feel like Russell Wilson's going to have a big day. I feel like 
Well, since you won last like week, do you want to pick the score first, or do you want me to pick the total points first? Uh, you go ahead. Wanna, okay. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a good game. I, I think that um, he's got to throw a lot from the pocket because his ankles hurt. Uh, I, the Rams secondary is not good. I mean, really, the Rams' strength is just Aaron Donald, and uh, I guess maybe you can mm-hmm. sort of somehow say that the line is. But I, I, that offense, they could move the ball against a essentially a no-name uh, San Francisco defense. What the hell do you think they're going to do against Seattle? So it's basically the total points are just going to be whatever the Seahawks score. And so for that fact, I am going to go 31 points. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit higher. Okay. I will go. I'll go 41 points. Okay. What did I say? 31? You're going 41. Okay. And I'll just say heavily Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I think they win by 31 points, honestly. Um, I don't even know. Oh, I'm on NFL.com. They're not going to show this. They're going to show the freaking spread. Um, yeah, so, all right. That's good. All right, what do you have a movie that I need to watch? Mm, let's see here. You know what? Because I got home from late or from work late, I did not get to take a look. Um, if you want to hold on. Well, that's fine. I, I'm pretty sure if you want me to watch that damn Batman Superman movie, I will. If, if that's what you want me to do, because I can probably find that in re- any red box right now. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's do that because I. Um, I feel like you got to give it a chance and watch the ultimate version because the the, the theater version sucks. Okay. It's like copy and the plots all over the place. And I want to hear. And I will give. I will give her. I will get. Yeah, I'll give you a review. God damn it! Make sure you text me or remind me this weekend too. At some point, I think I I, I should be able to watch it on Saturday night. God, the movie's like three hours long. <laughs> but that's all right. I'll it watch is it. A, um, it's a, it's a long movie, but it's all right. it's all right. It's not as bad as people say. Um, the ultimate version, things make a little more sense. Right. I think you'll be all right with it. Um. Okay, sounds good to me. I um. Uh... <sighs> all right. Um. So, what the hell else did I want to bring up? Oh, did you finish watching that movie, Super? You didn't? Okay. Ellen Payne no. gets shot and dies in one of the most dramatic ways I've ever seen. Or <laughs> just more of the more horrifying ways I've ever seen. That movie was crazy. Um, I thought you would like it, though. I mean, I didn't. I don't know your exact uh, view on uh, certain movies. I mean, I thought for uh, what it was, it sort of caught me off guard. It definitely wasn't the greatest movie yeah. ever, and I only watched it once. But Ellen Page's death in that movie is horrifying. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Also, I should credit you with... Um, with uh, hey, and you're welcome, Sony, for me bringing this up uh, for all 14 of our listeners or however many we have. Um, PlayStation yeah. View. I think Ashley and I are going to go with that at the end of the NFL season once the Sunday tickets over. I think we're going to cancel our yeah. TV and we're going to go with PlayStation View. Um, now, can you this record on PlayStation thing. View? That's my other question. Did you say does it work on PlayStation like, View? No, 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 no. Can I record on PlayStation View? Can I like a DVR yeah. version of that? Yes. Okay. And it's in a cloud, so it's like unlimited. Yeah. Which is kind of sweet. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Um, 
damn, the Giants don't wear their color rush jersey until week 16 because I think they play – who do they play against? They play Washington. Does that mean the um, truth? For their color rush game. Pictures. And, and, of course, I I felt this way about several teams. But it almost just looked like when I was looking at the Browns, it looked like somebody just did a Photoshop thing. They don't look any different to me with the Browns. Yeah. And a couple other teams, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do look like one of those fancy Photoshop things. But, like, I do like some of them, though. Like, I do like <laughs> – that was funny. Somebody had a picture of uh, – I just Googled the, the Color Rush uniforms. And um, somebody had uh, uh, on Twitter, they had a picture of the Ravens one next to Barney, and it looked almost identical. Awesome. Yeah. You know, my daughter, we try to play Barney for She doesn't like Barney at all. She's not a fan. Um, so I thought that was funny. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good thing. She likes Sesame Street, though. She's a big Elmo fan, huge Elmo supporter. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, I guess the one the game I'm going to tomorrow is a color rush game, too, that I'm thinking about it. But that's the one from last year where everybody was like, all the colorblind people were all pissed off because they couldn't see red or green. They couldn't distinguish which team was which because it was just two gray figures running at each other. Right. But I didn't realize, like, being colorblind was, like, some kind of epidemic. So I have no idea. But uh, anyway, anyway, Dan, I'm going to let you go. We're going to end the show here. Um, but... Uh, so yeah, look forward to next week. We'll uh, we'll go over our picks. I'll have a review of Batman vs Superman. Not really looking forward to it, and um, we will uh, go ahead and go ahead. Okay, well, I know I've been telling you to watch it for a while, and I kind of feel like yeah. you kind of had an urge to watch it, and you kind of baited me into um, making it at the movie. So if you hate it, then you can be like, "Damn, maybe made me watch." Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, maybe maybe I didn't. Maybe maybe just subconsciously. You, I really you kind of had a little bit of an urge, but you just needed a, like an additional push to spend the time and watch it. Right, like the like the Joker in the good Batman movie said. Right. I didn't hear a word you just said. Oh, I said like the Joker in the original or in the good Batman said. I was like, uh, you know, all mad just needs a little push or whatever. Maybe that's all I needed, too, was just a yep. little push. There you go. There you go. My thing is, is I'm all just right. not a Ben Affleck guy. Or Jesse Eisenberg. Or I like Jesse Eisenberg, but I don't want him ruined. I heard he wasn't good next week, so I'm really I don't know. That's why I'm really interested to hear what you said next week, because he was actually, like, the high point in that movie. I think he'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay. Well, I will do my best not to uh, not to go into it with a negative attitude because I do love movies. And uh, there is, you remember Kick Ass from like 2010? I really yeah. didn't want to see that movie at all, but I was forced to see it, and then I loved it. And then, uh, um, so yeah, I had the same thing with The Kingsman, who's actually directed by the same director, Matthew Vaughn. Kingsman looked kind of corny to me, and then that was one of my favorite movies of last year. So um, yeah, I will. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. So I will uh I will watch it. I will watch it and I will report okay. back. I'm gonna take vigorous notes too. So I have a uh a composition notebook that I take notes on like the Bills games for the show. And um I meant to read it. I couldn't find it. I don't know, uh, Ashley cleaned up and I have no idea where she put everything. So Oh this is right of me actually. All right. Uh real quick, at the beginning of or at the end of last week's show, 
the baby was crying, all right? And I think I was by myself. No, no, no. Did you? Were you on the show last week? What am I trying to blank for? You were. Yeah, yeah, you were uh, on the I, show. Yeah. So you could hear, yeah. yeah, yeah, at the end of the episode, because I listened back to it, you could actually hear my daughter crying in the background. And it sounded like I, I was ignoring her. But really what I kept doing on my phone is I kept hitting the mute button so she wasn't crying while Dan, while you were talking. So it sounded like yeah. I just was letting her cry or she kept crying and I was, like, neglecting her. But what happened was is that I, she was crying. She was in another room. And um, – and uh, you could hear it on the microphone on my phone. So, because um, we just do it with earbuds. We're actually working on a facility thing, and I'll talk to you about that, Dan. Um, probably text you about it at, at the end of the show, uh, what we're going to do hopefully soon um, to fix the quality and that silly delay. But, yeah, what happened was is that she um, was crying, and I, as you were talking, I kept hitting mute so it wasn't getting picked up. So, like I said, it just right. sounded like, like I was neglecting her, but I was literally right. I was holding her for the last like 10 minutes of the the show and then my wife came mm-hmm. home because she was running a little late from uh uh she was hanging out with her sister or whatever and she was just sort of running a little late and um sure. and uh she came and grabbed her uh and then uh got her to sleep because for whatever reason she avery loves me more than anybody else on the planet until she's tired and then she wants nothing to do with me and she just wants mama but um, so what I realized is I can't get her to bed because when she sees me, she wants to play. And when she sees mama, she wants to go to sleep. So, uh, but yeah, I couldn't get her, I could not really like me get her to fall asleep. And usually when that happens, I'll just take her for a car ride. But like, it was like kind of late, you know? So, so yeah, for right. anybody that listened last week, I wasn't ignoring my kid. I was actually holding her for a lot of the show, but it definitely sounds like, I kept, like, like I was in and they are on the way. CPS is a huge they're a sponsor, actually, uh, Child Protective Services. So, um, yeah, a huge sponsor, and they listen. So, no, but I was I was paranoid because I wanted to come up like I was a horrible father. I felt bad. I was mad. I was like, Jesus. So I was like, I'm 1,000% just ignoring my kid. But I kept, like, going to get her, and, like, I was hitting music. You kept hearing her cry, and you, like, uh, she was, like, just almost cutting in and out. So, yeah, that's what happened last week. If, I don't know if you listened back, Dan, but I, I do because I'm so paranoid about it being a terrible show. And then I listen. You it's really? never as bad as I think it's going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm wildly paranoid. But it's maybe like a I'm better actual physical that. communicator just in life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm slacking a little bit. So. I haven't listened back, to be honest. No, no, it's okay. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't if I wasn't such a. Uh, You'll you know, be my eyes and ears. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I try, I try, but anyway, I am, uh, I, I'm gonna go to bed though, dude. I've been up till I've been up like every night this week. I'm gonna be up late tomorrow night, so I need to sort of shoehorn some sleep in tonight. So, uh, this has been under the hoodies for our very first caller, Bruce or Bryce. I'm gonna listen back and hopefully get that guy's name. And again, if he's still listening, feel free to call in anytime we're talking Pittsburgh Steelers. And during the NBA season, when we uh, begrudgingly talk about the 2011 not championship, New York Knicks. Anybody who's a fan of any team that has a good take, call in. Good point. Or any take for that matter. We'll take all the listeners we can get. But, um, but yes, anybody that has any take anywhere that's listening, feel free to always call in 760-283-0846. And I should start giving out that number. Uh, as well in the middle of the show and basically reintroducing the show every time too. Again, a learning experience. We're getting there, Dan. We are we are 100% doing our best to try to get there. So, um, all right, man. Well, uh, we're really going to go this time. Good talking to you. Good show. All that all fun right. stuff. And enjoy uh, the game. I will. Uh, 
Yeah, thanks, man. You as well. Let me text me from uh, text me from the stadium, and uh, I'll do the well. same. And we'll both whine over the lack of talent of the home team we're watching. I'll send you some pictures of us just uh, drunk wandering around the Muni lot. Sounds good. All right, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. All right, later.